And I think that's like a huge misconception about influencers is they just take anything for money. We get all this free stuff and, you know, kind of to snap a picture and put it on Instagram. But that's like couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I, I probably get, you know, anywhere from three to five inquiries a day, but they have to be vetted. Is it something that is I can organically work into my feed? Is it something that I'm passionate about? The Wingnut Social Podcast, Episode 9, How to Become a Social Media Influencer and Even Get Paid for It. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating digital influence into physical success. This is your social media tightly fastened. Now welcome the host of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. Hey there, Wingnuts. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, interior designer, Darla Powell, and I am joined by the ever-bubbly Natalie Graff. Natalie, say hi. Hi, how are you guys? Today, guys, we have a treat for you. We have Taylor Walker Sinning on the podcast. She's an incredibly humongous social media influencer based in Miami. She's extraordinarily gorgeous, (laughs) and she has Taylor Walker Fit on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and she has... One billion followers. Uh, you exaggerated a little bit, but she does have Just a Just a smidge. She has quite a few. And she is a kick butt influencer and she is killing it. So she's here today to help us do the very same thing. Yes, we're very excited. Taylor will offer us some really good information. Yeah. So not only is she gorgeous, she's also super, super sweet. Help me in welcoming Taylor Walker Sinning to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Taylor. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Thank you for having me. No, thank you so much for being on. I was already telling the listeners a little bit about you and that you have over 30,000 followers on Instagram. You have the Taylor Walker Fit website, and you are just killing it in the social media influencer sphere with the reward style Like to Know It app. And over on our social media group, the Design Blog and Social Media Laboratory, I get questions all the time. How do you get to be approved by Reward Style? How do you use the app? If you do get approved, and these are all mysteries that we're hoping that (laughs) you can help all the interior designers listening solve today. So, because I was actually approved by Reward Style. Yay, congrats. Hey, thank you so much. (laughs) I haven't, I've been so busy on this end. You know, doing the wingnut social business, doing the interior design, we've been so swamped that I haven't even delved into it. So this is going to be my little, okay, stop procrastinating, just get in there and do it. So let's, let's rock this. Let's tell our listeners about reward style. First yeah, of all, what is it? Yeah, what is it? So rewards- I mean, we know, but you tell us, yeah. And I have to preface this by saying it did take me because I'm not a fashion blogger um, and it did start as a fashion bloggers app. Um, it did take me almost a year to become part of the Reward Style family. Um, but once you do get in there and you kind of, you know, find your niche and you start to do it, don't worry, you're going to be a pro at it before you know it. So Reward Style is an app, like you just said, um, that you can link products to. And if people buy those products that you recommend that maybe you style a home with, maybe that you use on a regular basis, if someone buys them through your links and through the app, you get a commission off those products. So really, it's things that you're using in your everyday life or you're styling homes with that people are like, where can I get that? I want it. And it's a great way to shop your feed, which 
to be honest, making money on the go is a great thing for everyone. Yeah, that doesn't suck. So um, you <laughs> said that you're not a fashion blogger, but you do sport a lot of fashion, you know, fitness fashion. Later, it's been mommy fashion. Congratulations. By the thank way. you. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I've found different ways. And I think this is, you know, as a blogger and as an influencer and someone in the social media space, you have to find your niche and hone into it and, you know, work an angle that can kind of feed into your audience. So you are going to be followed usually by people that are into interior design. I'm followed by people that are, you know, usually I say my, my, person is 25 to 35 year old woman. She's interested in fitness. So what am I going to post the most of? Usually fitness fashions. If I'm posting um, workout gear is kind of going to be the main thing, but then different health foods, things like that, that people just want access to. I will find ways to link that into the app as well. So it's not nowadays, it's not just fashion. It can be fashion. It can be home goods. It can be food. It can be really anything that you pull off the internet that those vendors are also a part of reward style. So how does that work for the end user? Okay. So I know that you have the like to know it app, but is, is it, you have to have the app and then you have to screenshot the picture and then go to the app or is it more simpler, more simple than that? You do have to have the app and it's actually very user friendly and we're all on Instagram probably too many hours a day. So you find your, <laughs> yeah. your bloggers or, you know, whoever that you want to follow that you see that they're linking products. If you have the app, every single picture that you like or screenshot, well, then you open up and you can go back and shop those things at your own convenience. So it's like if you see something and then usually what happens, we see something and then we forget where we saw it and then we have to go back. That's like your online portal of all the things that you might want to shop later on. So once as a user of like to know it, it's really user friendly and it's almost like a filing cabinet for the things that you lust off of Instagram. So it's really convenient. Um, I think for the user as well to have, and it's a free download. So if I see you on there with all the new mommy gear, which I, Natalie says I'm not going to need. <laughs> <laughs> How about you become a babysitter? A babysitter might be better. <laughs> uh, and I, I screenshot that Instagram photo, then it's just going to automatically save to my personal like to know it app. And then when, later when I go to the app, I'll say, oh, here's all the little photos you saved and here's how you can shop the stuff. Exactly. And Ah. that's actually a a fairly new feature that they added because it used to be all either you use the link that is generated through the app or... Um, it was alike, but now with the screenshots, it's the same exact thing. And it's, it, that's, I think, also a nice, um, asset for the user to have as well. So you have different options and you go back and you're like, Oh, I remember this dress. I remember that chair. Like I want it. And, and that's the thing. The best part about it as a, as an influencer, as a blogger, um, is that sometimes you wake up and all of a sudden you sold 10 things overnight. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a good way to go about utilizing your reach. Awesome. So you you mentioned that it took you about a year to get on with the app. How long have you been with it now? So I've been on it about a little over probably a year and three quarters. So almost two years. Um, But it really started, like I said, as a fashion based app. But now with all the hashtags that they use, like to know um, LTK family, LTK Mm -hmm. fit, um, LTK home, there's so many different ways to utilize the app that I think now also vendors are seeing the value in the influencer space. So they're hopping on board in the back end where before it was really just fashion brands that were there. And, you know, for someone like me, yes, I can post um, an outfit, but for the most part, because of what I'm speaking to, which is health and wellness and fitness, 
I'm probably not going to post 12 pairs of jeans, right? So this just allows <laughs> a lot of different versatile people to be able to utilize their platform and thus obviously help the vendors back end as well. Because where are we going for a lot of our stuff now? It's not really TV ads as much or magazine ads. It's really all online. That is absolutely true. Do you find that vendors are reaching out themselves to influencers or how is that connection made? Is it just strictly through reward style? No, I mean, the majority of my business um, is through specific brands reaching out. And I actually work with a blog agency to help me vet my projects that I work on. And I think that's like a huge misconception about influencers is they just take anything for money. We get all this free stuff and, you know, kind of to snap a picture and put it on Instagram. But that's like, couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I, I probably get, you know, anywhere from three to five inquiries a day, but they have to be vetted. Is it something that is I can organically work into my feed? Is it something that I'm passionate about? You know, earlier on, I think I accepted a lot more because I was like, oh, wow, someone's going to pay me to talk about this. Great. But now (laughs) that, you know, you've created a brand and you create a following and you don't want to let those followers down. So even even though reward style helps and I do get some brand work through them, the majority comes from outside of reward style. Reward style is really just the icing on the cake. If I'm, you know, at home and I'm like, okay, this is my saving grace for this baby right now. These are the five products I love. Let me throw that up there because I want to help the other moms out there that are going through this chaos. You know, Um, So it really is just a way to connect with a a different audience, utilize their hashtags. They have, you know, millions of followers. So it really is just another layer to your brand and your business. Right. To be fair, there are some influencers out there that, that aren't that don't show the same amount of discretion that you do. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? there, are, there are those out there that are just throwing anything and seeing if it sticks. So that is really good advice to make sure that you do that anything that you promote, anything that you advertise represents you, your brand and your authenticity, because buyers, fans will just smell out any kind of insincerity right away and you totally damage your brand. 200%. Um, and and I think also the brands themselves, you know, I'm running a campaign right now and I see some other influencers work and I put so much time and effort into, you know, the photo quality and the, and the things that I'm putting out there. And, you know, I think the brand then will either extend your contract. So it's not just, I think when you go into a brand relationship, you shouldn't look at it as, okay, this is a one-time thing. They're going to pay me a one-time fee. You want those brands to be like, listen, let's make you a brand ambassador. We loved your first work. So come out of the gate, putting your best foot forward, develop the relationship, hone it. And even if it's a $50 promotion or it's a $5,000 promotion, put the same type of love and effort in because you never know where that relationship can go the next campaign around. So that's always my suggestion is really to treat every campaign the same and cultivate each relationship individually. Do you remember how many followers or what your follower base was at the beginning when you applied or when you were accepted? Because that's the biggest question. I know reward style remains very tight lipped about what their parameters are. Yes. But do you remember what your uh, base I was? I believe I was only at about 3,000 the first time I applied. Oh. And again, I was, you know, my feed wasn't very cohesive. So here is the caveat. And this is when things changed is I think I was pushing the $8,000 range. Now I've seen fashion bloggers get in with only a few thousand followers. So this is, Hmm. this is where I could change. But I said, you know what, I'm not being accepted into reward style. Maybe I need to try something else. So I started linking through another 
um, affiliate, which is ShopStyle, and they're a pay-per-click service. So you don't need to be accepted. Um, they have a lot of great linking capabilities. They're a great service. Um, then shortly after that, I was accepted. So that's one one way to go about doing it. The other way is find someone who you're close with, whether it's an influencer friend or someone that you've met that is on reward style and have them send out a link. We, we all have the, the ability to send a link um, out that's basically a recommendation. So a friend, an influencer friend basically rec- recommends another blogger influencer friend for reward style. Sometimes that gives you a better chance of being seen and accepted. So those are just oh kind of gosh. two ways that I, I think really kind of helped me get accepted. I see the emails flooding. <laughs> like, hey, Darla. <laughs> hey, Taylor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the process to apply is actually pretty mm-hmm. easy. I mean, you did, we went on, we went online, you know, they ask you, okay, how many followers do you have on this platform? How many followers on this platform? Give me a link to your blog. And what I have read, and like I said, they're very tight-lipped about it, so they're not very forthcoming, is that they want to see that you're prolific, that you actually have some depth you know, to your blogging, that you have several blog posts mm-hmm. there, that you actually are writing, that you're actually posting. No, definitely. And and I think, too, especially, obviously, the, the Instagram um, game is like, you know, so much stuff has changed with the algorithm and who's seeing whose content and everything else. So it's not as easy as it was three years ago to build a following. It really isn't. Like, I think we, and we're all talking about it. I mean, I have friends that have a hundred plus thousand followers and friends that are struggling that have such gorgeous content and they can't push the, the 10,000 follower mark or even the 8,000 follower mark. So, so Mm -hmm. much of it is guesswork. Um, so I think it's really just a matter of keep applying. Like I really, I just kind of was like, you know what? They said I could apply a few, in a few months. So I applied and applied. Right. <laughs> We're in the same boat. Yeah. And you just got to you know, never give up. They like to see tenacity too. They sure. do. And they do so, want to see um, that your content, that you're bringing something to the table that, you know, and you don't have to have all these followers. I'm a micro influencer and there's tons of micro influencers that are doing this full time that might not have those hundreds of thousands of followers, but you have good engagement on all your posts. You have high quality content that you're posting on a regular basis. And all that stuff not only goes to help you getting accepted into reward style, but it also helps you developing those brand relationships. You know, I've been really quiet because I've just been listening and trying to learn a lot. So I have learned a lot and I know that Darla needs to get on a stick here. But uh, what's a micro-influencer? So a micro-influencer is just someone that's kind of in that in-between range, that you have your audience, you know, I'm consistently answering questions on my DM, that people are engaging, that, um, you know, that when I put content out there, it's liked. It it might not be to the masses, the million plus followers, like some of these grandiose influencers have, but we have a specific market and we have a following. And I think brands can see that, um, that in your work. So a micro influencer is basically someone who might have 15 to 50,000 followers that does this could be part-time or full-time. And that has a consistent posting schedule and has consistent content maybe coming out on their blog. And that has developed a niche audience. I have another question for you. When you said a specific time and posting schedule, what, what, so 
<laughs> I have no idea, but <laughs> but I do utilize. <laughs> so on Instagram, when I switched over to the business um, side of Instagram and made my profile a business profile, it gave me a lot more analytics. So I was able to see what um, where my highest amount of followers, where were they? They're New York, they're Miami, they're LA, um, they're what countries, my age demographic, and what times of day and what days of the week that people are most active and engaged. So I use those analytics to decide when I'm going to post. Sometimes, you know, right now with baby, I can only get a post up at, you know, 11 o'clock on a a Tuesday, whereas before, you know, I was like, okay, 6.30 to 7.30 a.m. is my sweet spot. I need to get up. I need to have this. And honestly, utilizing stories now, I feel like has helped tremendously with, you know, engagement as well. So you're also, not only can you use reward style and not only can you use your feed, but now brands are sponsoring stories because I feel like stories are the like you're letting people into your home. So you're being a little bit more real. You know, I try to just, when I'm feeling up for it, talk into my stories, no makeup, who cares? If I have a pimple, who cares? If my hair is a mess, who cares? Because that's real life. Um, so you're finding that more brands are reaching out and being like, okay, we, we require one post, but we want five stories and they'll, they'll compensate for that. But you're utilizing their products in a way that you would actually use them. So, you know, certain things, you know, if let's say, you know, for me, it's like, I'm probably not going to do a racy lingerie company because that's just not my feed and (laughs) my mom would kill me. But if a fitness brand (laughs) comes to me or a skincare (laughs) company like the one I've been working with, you know, you just have to put the ad on there, but you're talking to it exactly how you use it in your everyday life and how you think your followers would use it and offering them a direct swipe up link, which is gaining traffic to that brand's website. So don't underestimate stories. Reward style is great. Again, it's that icing on the cake. Using their hashtags is wonderful. Um, But there's so many different ways to kind of layer in and, and really turn your social game into a business. I was just going to say, you're like, oh, I don't wear makeup. I'm like, oh, big deal. If I looked like you, I wouldn't wear makeup either. (laughs) Like like you look awful in your stories. Yeah. No. You do do a great job. I I will, you know, when people go, I mean, everybody needs to follow you that listens to this because it's entertaining. You actually get to, and you actually learn some stuff and say, hey, wait, where's the Thank you. It's great. You're doing, you're killing it. You're doing a great job. And you might be talking me out of wanting to adopt I love my baby. Let's just put it out there. I love my baby. He's so beautiful. I'm just tired. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Natalie showed me you sent her a video of him crying, hoping to deter me from wanting to adopt. No, it was awesome. Thank you. Every little bit. He just needs to be snuggled. A lot of snuggles. Okay, so let's talk about the blog side of this. So sure. we're talking the like to know it, right? The reward, mm-hmm. the reward style influencer on social media. Is there a different approach to including those links into your blog? A different yes. strategy, or you pretty much treat it the same way? I mean, you treat it the same way. However, reward style with Instagram, I can get a quick one-off post, like, you know, different things that I'm doing, different products, I can post it in two minutes. However, with the blog, but what's so great, because you can also transfer this to your email, which is another layer. Um, So Reward Style gives you the option. They have kind of an app list that you can go in and link all of your products that you love. And then it shows up in either a beautiful little collage or a lookbook, or you can literally take the link and link it throughout your blog post. And then when people click on that, it you know, your affiliate links are tracked and you make a commission if someone buys. But not only that, you make a commission on, let's say they click through your blog to go buy what you've 
linked, but then they buy some other things, you still get commission off that. So that's one way to do it. The other way is if we all have email lists, we're all trying to grow our email lists. We're all trying to get email blasts out on a regular basis. It doesn't always happen, but they're a great way to utilize um, different products into those posts. So if I'm doing, let's say, a skincare post, I'll give a quick synopsis of the blog direct link to the blog. And then within my email, I'll also put reward style links where if people want to just buy direct, they can just buy direct in their email. Because we're inundated with so much every single day that, I mean, my own family doesn't read my blog half the time, right? <laughs> Neither so, does mine. Don't feel you bad. Know. <laughs> Okay, good. Because I read yours and you're really funny. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so there's just different ways that, that you can utilize reward style into your blog post. It's once you get the hang of it, it's very easy and it, it looks very professional, which is really nice. Um, it's just linking products that are part of the reward style family sometimes can be. So you might get a chair from one place and want to link it, but you might have to find a similar option instead of the exact one. So, so. you mentioned that reward style that you it, you could either do it in links or it might be a pretty collage. Do you have mm-hmm. to put together that pretty collage with an app or is it already compiled on reward style? You do it on the app. So basically you, you link the, all of the products that you want and then on your WordPress, do you use WordPress? No, I don't. Okay. I don't use WordPress. Um, I know a lot of my listeners do. Yeah. Okay. So on the back end of whatever you know blog you're doing, usually there's like an HTML and then there's a visual, right? So you go into the HTML portion and then you copy and paste. They'll they'll give you a code once you pick all the all the products that you want. Mm-hmm. It'll cr- generate a code for you, and then you copy and paste that code into the HTML portion of your blog post, uh-huh. and then it'll just be in there, and it'll look beautiful, and you're super professional, but you really just copy and paste some stuff. <laughs> that I can do. I can totally. I can copy and paste the heck out of things. You yeah. can do more than copy and paste. <laughs> <laughs> so in the beginning, you know, everybody has to learn from their mistakes. So what would you say were a couple of your biggest mistakes that you made in your journey into becoming the super hot social media influencer that you are now that you can tell our listeners so maybe they won't make the same mistakes? You are too kind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably really, can I actually say what really helped me? Mm-hmm. Because I think that was like a very pivotal moment is I started my journey because I was in a health and fitness contest with Wilhelmina Models. This was before I really became, you know, a fit, full-time fitness model. Right. And, um, you know, I started my, my Instagram just as a one-off as a place to keep me accountable. So that was a good starting point. But then there was like a year or two in there where I didn't have like this focus. I was posting food and I was posting modeling jobs and I wasn't cohesive. And that was really a time where... I could have really gained some serious traction where I think I gained a decent amount, but I didn't gain enough traction where I think if I had a cohesive feed, I had kind of a branding look and more of a vision. I think I would have grew a little bit quicker in that time. With that said, when I created my media kit, is when I really was able to sit down and said, okay, you know, and I've thought of rebranding multiple times, you know, and anyone I ask, they're like, no, we know you as Taylor Walker fit right now. So I think in that period of time, um, I really could have gained a lot more traction than I did if I would have really sat down and honed my brand and had a vision in mind. But then at that point, I think it was probably 2014-ish. I don't think even though blogging was a thing and it, and people were doing it, I don't think obviously the reward style app was even here yet and that people were really turning their 
social brands into a business yet. And I didn't think that I would ever be at this point, really. And it's an amazing point to be at, too, let me tell you. Thank you. So you did mention a media kit, and I know what it is. You know what it is. Natalie might not know what it is. <laughs> I know what it but, is. But for the audience, can you explain what a media kit is and how that's going to help them focus? Sure. So a media kit is basically a PDF that either my brand management team or myself will send out to um, different brands that are that either you want to work with or that you know are inquiring about working with you. So basically, when I sat down and was able to develop my media kit, it says who is Taylor Walker Fit, who is the Taylor Walker Fit reader, and what I'm trying to you know put out there. And my motto is I always say eat the burger, do the sit-ups, live the happy, healthy life you deserve. And it's really helping people find balance in their life. And what else is on the media kit is maybe any big brands that you've worked with, some of your your content that you've created, um, your stats, so your page views, your unique visitors, things like that, and then all of your social stats, and then a contact. Um, some people will put a price list on there. Um, but for me, I really just have my brand management email. And it just gives an overview of what you're doing out there in the social sphere and gives a good like quick hit to the brand and how you can relate to them. All right, cool. Could you send that over to us and we'll link it I sure can. so people can see what that would Absolutely. look like? Okay, that'd yeah. be great. That'll be very helpful. I think that that has answered a lot of questions. I and think I, I learned a lot. I need to get my butt in gear. <laughs> once you get into it, once you get into it, it'll be so much easier. And that's something like I, I kind of was the same as you. I like stuck my toes in a little bit. And then I would post here and there. And then once I started like posting regularly and I'll go in and hits and spurts and things like that. Cause if I have branding, co- branded content, um, that I'm working on a campaign with a lot of times they won't allow you to use your word style. So that's something that, you know, you'll, mm. you'll find too. Um, but once you start getting on a roll with it, it really just becomes easy. It's being diligent about linking your products and, you know, so then you have them to pull from when you want to post your, your photos and you don't have to go I searching. For me, it's just really been a time issue. Yeah. We've been with the new businesses, but um, talking to you has me, I'm motivated. I'm I like ready. it. I'm ready to be a micro influencer. Yes. <laughs> I think you already are, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, I, what's under micro? Cause I don't have 15,000 yet. I only have you're, 13 some you, What you're doing, you have a following, you have great likes, you have engagement, your blog posts are great. You're a micro influencer. Uh, thank you. I'm a micro influencer. Uh, You're no longer Darla. You are a micro influencer, Darla. <laughs> oh, come on. That's Abby, my superhero. Abby and I already don't know what we're going to do with her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Taylor, you've given us some terrific information, but now are you ready for the What Up Wingnut round? I think so. <laughs> now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. The first question is if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? A sassafras tree. Because <laughs> you're <all> sassy. Because <laughs> it smells like lemongrass. I don't know. And it has three different types of leaves. And I think I have multiple personalities sometimes. So. <laughs> I mean, I, awesome. That's a very in-depth answer. The second question. If you were on a deserted island and it can only have one food forever, what would it be? Pizza. Hands down. <laughs> the New York girl in me always needs a good pizza. I approve. Okay. Uh, would you be a cat person or a dog person? I'm a cat person. I grew up with cats and I want a cat, but Corey won't let me. <laughs> what? He has it's, allergies. It's either, uh, oh. Do they have non-allergenic cats? I think the bald ones, but uh, those the bald are ones. <laughs> 
You just see the ball. <laughs> Next question is, what is your favorite movie of all time? You can only pick one. I can only pick one? I guess Dirty Dancing. It's going to be so cliche. Dirty Dancing. Nobody puts Taylor in a corner. Exactly. <laughs> and the last question, if you could have only one superhero power, what would it be and why? To fly. Why? Because he doesn't want to fly. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for being a good sport, Taylor. Oh, can pleasure. you please tell the listeners where they can look you up and find your awesome blog and your social media and all that good stuff? Awesome. So my blog is taylorwalkerfit.com. It's just taylorwalkerfit.com. And on Instagram, at taylorwalkerfit, Twitter, Pinterest, all of it, taylorwalkerfit. Awesome sauce. Thank you so much for joining us on the Wingnut Social Podcast. Thanks. You're terrific. Thanks so much. Thanks Thank for having you, me. Taylor. You're very welcome. Talk soon. Sounds good. So, Wingnuts, I am motivated. I have been taking my reward style membership <laughs> for total granted here and just have been sitting on it and not really doing anything with it. So, I need to just put all the other stuff aside for a minute and focus and get busy with all these awesome tips that Taylor gave us today. And Natalie's going to help me, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not real <laughs> sure in what free time that's going to be, but uh, maybe that hour before you go to sleep, possibly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully she gave you guys a lot of motivation, a lot of tips. If you applied a reward style, she didn't get accepted the first time. And let me tell you, she's super fabulous. So if she gets rejected, anybody can get rejected. So just don't give up. Keep applying, keep trying, apply some of the techniques that she recommended, get your branding together, get it cohesive, get your media kit, you know, get yourself organized and consistent. And don't worry. So don't worry, listeners. I know this seems like a lot of information. Everything Taylor talked about and all the very important points will be in our show notes. I know it might have been a little overwhelming when she was like, do the collage. You got to go here. You got to go there. No worries. It'll all be there. So really, there's no excuse, Darla. And where can they find those show notes, Natalie Graff? Wingnutsocial.com. Go to the podcast page and it'll all be there. You can't miss it. So nobody has an excuse, uh, Darla. That sounds super easy. I'm going to head on over and read my own damn show notes. <laughs> all right, guys, head over to wingnutsocial.com. Follow us on all the social media channels at wingnutsocial. If you like what you hear, and how could you not, just hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And until next time, wingnuts, see ya. So long. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. <laughs>